This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com NPR. Today on State of the World, can one small nation be the key to a pause to the fighting in Gaza? Thanks for listening to State of the World from NPR. We bring you the day's most vital international stories up close where they're happening. It's Wednesday, January 31st. I'm Greg Dixon. The war between Israel and Hamas in Gaza rages, but there is hope that at least a temporary ceasefire is possible. Israel wants the return of hostages taken by Hamas. Palestinians want an end to the Israeli bombardment. The hopes in brokering an agreement lie in the small Gulf nation of Qatar. And Pierre's Leila Fadl sat down with the Prime Minister of Qatar. Sheikh Mohammed bin Abdurrahman bin Jassim Athani met me at his residence in Washington, D.C. after announcing a framework for a deal between Israel and Hamas. I asked if an agreement is truly possible when Israel wants a pause in the war and Hamas wants a full ceasefire and withdrawal of Israeli troops. We cannot predict that is it going to have a breakthrough and will move forward very fast or how fast it will go. It will all depend on both parties. Our aim is to finish this as soon as possible and to bring the hostages back, but to put a closure for the war as well. You don't see this in days or in the next week, uh, some type of ceasefire and return of hostages. Sometimes the negotiations can surprise us and can finish in days, but some other times also, you know, uh, we get stuck into details and... uh, it all depends on how will be that how, how the atmosphere will be in the two sides. We're speaking at a time of extremely heightened tensions after a drone strike that killed three U.S. servicemen, wounded many others. How is that impacting negotiations, and what are your concerns for the region as the U.S. mulls how to respond to that drone attack? First of all, uh, I'd like to express my condolences for uh, the loss of, of uh, the U.S. soldiers and for their families. Look, the situation in the region is, is just stirring up, and we've seen the provocation happening every day and building up. We were warning that the situation will be exploited by others and might lead us to uh, a wider regional war than that's what we've been preventing talking to everyone in order to de-escalate and to contain the situation. Is it impacting the negotiation directly? Um, It's not. We are hoping that everything gets contained as soon as possible. We understand uh, the loss, and of course uh, the U.S. has the right to decide on the way to retaliate. Just let's hope that uh, we have a cooler heads ahead of us and doesn't get out of control. For a lot of Americans, they don't understand Qatar's support for Hamas. If you could talk about why Qatar has been the home for Hamas officials and has had the support of Qatar. Well, Qatar actually uh, support peace, support the Palestinian people to live in dignity. We don't support Hamas or any political factions over there. In fact, Qatar support that goes to the Palestinians, 55% of that support went to the West Bank and 45% went to Gaza. And It went directly to the people. It has nothing to do with any political party over there. Hamas office in Doha, when it's established, was happening in coordination with the U.S. and it was for a purpose. And this presence has served this purpose throughout the years. 
so it's uh, it's part of our role as mediator unfortunately uh, uh, this has been misused against us uh, in many ways they try to play the blame game against Qatar it will discourage any other country from stepping up and playing a role in, in restoring peace and stability in our region. His Highness the Emir has been repeatedly uh, saying to us, just ignore the noise and focus on your objective. If we are saving lives, that will be enough for us. On that note, Israel's far right wing finance minister Bazal Smotrich said Qatar encourages terrorism, finances terrorism, pushes terror, and is playing a double game. Leaked audio from Israel's prime minister and Benjamin Netanyahu called Qatar problematic and said that your country is failing to use the leverage you have over Hamas since Qatar houses and funds them, according to this leak. If you could respond to these remarks, including from a minister that's seen as quite extreme. I won't bother in commenting on uh, irresponsible remarks that, uh, as you have just uh, mentioned, but the premise of funding Hamas is, is totally rejected and it's been clear from day one. The way we are funding Gaza it was happening under his watch and uh, under his government watch, other governments watch, and it's a very legitimate, transparent process that goes to directly to the people and it's verified by the UN. I believe that all the people who knows and who understand the process, they know that these are lies and they are just trying to mislead the public opinion. I want to ask about Israel's stated goal of this war and what the U.S. echoes to eradicate Hamas. In your view, is that possible? Well, it, 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 eradicating a group is does not have a definition. Uh, definition is killing. We see we have seen the result of the war right now. More than twenty five thousand being killed. Two thirds of them are children and uh, and women. Is that part of eradicating Hamas? If you want to replace an idea, you have to present a better idea. The better idea is prospects for the Palestinians is a political horizon. And that's what all of us, we are seeking. Should Hamas have a role in future Palestinian governance? This is not for us to decide. It's, uh, it's the Palestinian people's decision. And I think they are, they are capable to decide on, on their fate, on their future. We are supporting the Palestinians. And we would like to see a political prospects for them to have their statehood. You're in the U.S. this week speaking to U.S. officials. You've been speaking to U.S. officials throughout this negotiation process. What is Qatar's main message to the U.S. as you describe a region, as you put it, that's boiling over? Well, we need to focus on ending this war. We need to focus on overcoming the obstacles on the hostages deal and how to contain the situation in the region and how to ensure that there are better prospects for the Palestinians in order not to have such a conflict in the future. If this doesn't end soon, what are the risks for a full regional war that drags the U.S., Qatar, and others into it? Well, it will always remain a risk as long as this conflict ongoing. And I don't think that the situation is tolerable anymore. Uh, We've seen the humanitarian suffering in Gaza is something that we didn't witness in any modern war. Gaza is the only place where the people, they have no safe place to flee to. It's horrifying, it's heartbreaking. I think that uh, we should all unite behind stopping this war, saving those lives, saving those children and those women from being killed and being chased and bombed by airstrikes, by tanks, by, by everything. 
Prime Minister, thank you for your time. Thank you very much. The Prime Minister of Qatar, Mohammed bin Abdurrahman bin Jassim Athani. For more of our in-depth and varied coverage of this war, go to npr.org slash updates. That's NPR's Leila Fadl. And that's the State of the World from NPR. Thanks for listening. See you again soon. What does it mean to be Black in America? In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as Black experiences, you'll hear. It means everything. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcast. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles on every purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This message is brought to you by NPR sponsor, Lisa, in collaboration with West Elm. Discover the new natural hybrid mattress, expertly crafted from natural latex and certified safe foams, designed with your health and the planet in mind. Visit leesa.com to learn more.